It's episode 300. I can't believe we've been doing this podcast for almost six years. This is phenomenal. Thank you so much. Big, big thankful thankfulness and gratitude and all of that for you. There's going to be some surprises uh, coming along with this today. So definitely listen to the end. And today we're going to do a very special episode, flashing back on some favorite moments, being here in the present and doing something special with you and giving you some little moments from the future so you can have something to look forward to. Who doesn't need something to look forward to? All right. (laughs) Thank you for being here and giving your time to this community and to yourself. I hope you'll consider liking, subscribing, following, and jumping down in the description to see if there's anything that is helpful and supportive to you. We have some conversations that are waiting to come to you, as well as a couple of other things that might be interesting. So keep your eyes open, and I'll see you soon. For me, flashing back to Imperfect Parenting 1.0 is a really great place to start because This was the beginning, you know, the beginning that started in that place, which you're going to hear about coming up um, in the middle of this podcast where Mats and I are talking and looking back. We were at the beginning of the dream, the passion, the spark that began it all. And I still feel that passion around how often we give our power away to the outside. I spent, I just got off the phone with my dad not long ago this morning talking about how 90% of my life I realized I was doing the same. I'm not judging and I probably still do it in moments, but I'm doing it less because I feel so strongly about how much wisdom you have and I have inside of us, inside of you, that I'm going to keep coming back to it, whether it's fertility over 40 or it's being an imperfect parent or being on your path in business and life as a person, as a parent, all of it. It comes back to you and what's inside of you, which is actually why I started uh, another project, which is going to be coming out soon, uh, which is my book around that. Uh, And one of these days that'll be down in the description for you to uh, check out right now. I want you to jump in to this Imperfect Parenting 1.0 flashback, and there'll be two more clips after that, one of them in check. Uh, as a reminder, and there'll be English down below later, and about fertility. These are our top three podcasts from the last six years. Interestingly enough, it's really interesting for me to to realize, and for Mats as well. And then you're going to hear Mats and I, and then you're going to have a flash forward of some things that are coming up. It's so exciting. There's so much bubbling as spring is coming. I can't wait till the flowers start to open, and I do the same out of this quiet time, and uh, perhaps you as well, into what you deserve to get to joy and health. And here we go. Because, as I said, for decades, I've been paying attention to what people are doing. And I realized that it was actually working towards what is the perfect way to be a partner, a parent, a person on the planet. And I put so much pressure on myself and the people around me. I I realized, of course, not until I was a biological parent, I, I, I judged. I didn't realize how much I judged, but I was like, oh, I'll never do that. And I'll never be like that. And how could they ever do that? And that, what crap is that, you know? Uh, but the, the truth is that we are all imperfect parents, or as we often now use the word, 
IP parents, imperfect parents, uh, because ev everybody's going to be imperfect according to somebody else's core values. It's impossible for anybody to be perfect because someone is going to view you as, oh, wow, the best parent or the worst parent because of spirituality or cultural beliefs or your country or your ideas or your family, your circle, whatever. Uh, but it's all of this judgment and the rules and how you should what you should be doing because I'm trying to justify myself or yourself uh, in daily life that that was really starting to push buttons and I first felt it um, as a bonus mom a stepmom I started to see where I was really having good intentions but then in fact it wasn't what I needed to be doing it wasn't working some of it was great and we had great relationship in other moments it was terrible um, so that was the first piece. And then really in the last year, a year ago, I really felt it in being mom to Ella that my standards were impossible. And I was going crazy trying to live up to my own standards, let alone anyone else's. And then I'm on the playground and I'm talking to other moms and I'm talking to people that I know. And I realize everybody is suffering from this. Okay, maybe not everybody, but a lot of people are suffering either internally, your own ideas, or other people's around. Someone's always asking, why isn't your kid in school? Or are you giving them smushed food? Or why are you giving them noodles? Or you shouldn't give them nuts? Or, you know, whatever, you know. And didn't you notice that? That there was always some idea yeah, of how yeah, things no, should be, my least favorite S word? Constantly, constantly. So that was a big motivator. Here we have Yana Purandevi Hubarova, a dear friend and amazing yoga and meditation practitioner. I really wanted to share this with you. This particular clip is in Czech because it is one of our top downloads. I want to mention that there are also some in English and I'm going to put all of, uh, they were multi, uh, there was a series. <laughs> I'll put them all down in to the description. And if you're curious, you can hear it in English as well. All right, here we go, Jana. A chtěla bych přivítat ty naše nejmenší, aby se připojili k mamince, k tatínkovi a abychom spolu vytvořili takový, takové kouzelné místo pro ticho, pro načerpání. Tak pokud chcete, tak si sedněte na klín mamince nebo taťkovi a můžete si zavřít oči a uciťte, jaké mají tělo, jestli je to takové měkoučké tělo, zavnímejte. A taky můžete cítit, že se jejich bříška nadzvedávají, jak dýchají. A taky si můžeme dotknout našeho bříška a můžeme vnímat, jak dýcháme. Když se přitulíme k mamince, k taťkovi, tak můžeme slyšet jejich srdíčko, jak tluče. Když si dáme ouško na její hrudník, tak můžeme slyšet I picked this one because it's for meditation with family, with children, 
and family. And there's something about that that warmed my heart. It was a request by me to have her create something special just for imperfect parenting and those who needed it. And I want to mention as well that there was an intention and is an intention of putting more things out there in different languages. So uh, if this is interesting for you and you speak another language, you are welcome to contact us uh, because I love supporting um, different things in different languages. So far, we have just a, a couple, but we're getting there and I can't wait to share more. This next clip of one of our most popular podcast was called Naturally Pregnant Over 45, Yes, Older Moms First Wednesday. So we do have this every first week. It's not always Wednesday anymore, uh, where I focus on being, you know, fertility over 40, being a mom over 40, depending on what's in in the motion, in the moment, uh, but mostly it's around that. And in the moment when I first started this, this was the first episode like this, uh, when I was experimenting and just people kept coming, clients kept coming about this. I felt like, okay, let's include this in the podcast. And it's become a regular thing. And I have had many clients. Now I have realized that my story was about doing it naturally. I'm always going to lean in that direction. And everybody's story is different. And so what I feel is important is to make sure that the choices that you're making for yourself, your partnership, your future, your family's future really aligns with you. And that's the most important thing. And I, what I noticed is that most of my clients are integrating things in together. I would say that's my approach these days is more integrated into what does your body need to feel supported on an emotional, spiritual, and physical, scientific level and all levels because everyone's story is different from surrogacy to IVF and other versions similar to that where there's an assistance from the outside to doing it naturally, that it all starts from the inside out. And that is the piece that I focus on. And so I just want to mention that as we're moving into this clip here, as things have continued to evolve. And we've got some things coming up this year that will be supporting that even more. And so taking on that uh, incredible honor of being a parent at any age is a big decision. If you're deciding, if you're thinking about it and making a conscious decision to do it, So I don't really feel it's massively different when you're over 40, over 45. It's really just that there's a lot more to the story. You might already have kids. You might, your partner may already have kids. You might be thinking about what you want to do with this part of your life. Now, me personally, I know I'm going to be on the planet probably for at least another 50 years. So there's a lot of time. I'm not worried about it. I've looked around. I know personally from my family, uh, we live a long time. And so therefore, it doesn't feel irresponsible to be older and have had a child. I made that choice very clearly and consciously. And even so, you, if you're feeling that pull, there's a reason. There's something about what you're meant to create and you're going to create that is meant to be here. Now, I believe all of us are meant to be here. So it's not that one child over another child has some profound uh, existence. But there are times, of course, that we have these incredible beings that come 
and are meant to to do something that feels very big. But I think that everybody, I know that everybody, has an effect on everyone else in one way or another. And if we're lucky enough to choose consciously and and want to grow our kids, then maybe we can be lucky enough to help them to grow the world as well and grow their community and the people that they touch and the things that they touch. And so I'm going to say that, yes, a woman or a couple that is older or one person that's older that's having this child, they have a right to have a child and they can do it naturally. And that not all the statistics are correct. Not all the doctors are correct. Not all the forums are correct. You have to trust that feeling deep inside of you. You have to trust that your friend or your partner knows what they're doing. And no one can guarantee that everything is going to be perfect. I knew that my body was healthy. I eat healthy. I don't have a perfectly running body. There are issues. There are problems at times. But I felt it. I knew. I felt in my soul. And I knew that the partner that I connected with, which happened later in life, my true one for creating came later. We met. We found each other later. So what I'm going to say no to that when it's that was the that was always known to be like that it had to be a certain way, at least for me, in order to uh, bring a child onto the planet. No, it felt fine. And it wasn't even a question to me about my age. But that's not the case for everyone. I have a friend I spoke to just the other night and I, I wanted to cry when I heard her words because she said to me, as a matter of fact, that the only way to have a child over 45 was to do IVF. Now, everybody has their own choice and goes on their own path. But for me, any invasive, massively expensive, by the way, uh, procedure that you're going to do that's going to be really invading, that's why it's called invasive, uh, your body and your life. Let's not kid around here. This is going to be really hard, more than likely, on your relationship and your family, if you have other kids, there's the hormones and the moods and the stress of it. And is it going to work? And it's so expensive. And is this the right choice? And there's a million things. Now, we always often are feeling, I shouldn't say always, often are feeling uh, a lot of these questions bubbling around when we're making a choice. But I want to just plant that seed that it's not the only choice. And that's true. <laughs> I I love this clip because it shows the full spectrum of my passion around this topic because everybody's choice is going to look different. Your choice may look different. So I'm thankful that looking back now, here we are some years later, I'm still pretty passionate about that piece. And yet there's a bit of a tweak because I realize that everyone's story is different. They're not identical to mine or anyone else's. Your story is not going to be the same or maybe wasn't the same. And passing the the truth of things forward, uh, your truth of things is the most important thing. And uh, after um, Mats and I do a little bit of chatting here to talk about 
our experience of the podcast, I'm going to flash forward to a couple of conversations that are going to be coming up in the next weeks. Um, In March, you will hear your first conversation that I have been saving for you regarding uh, fertility and uh, incredibly generous souls that are going to be sharing their stories. And the first one will be coming at the first week of March. uh, That is the promise I hope to keep very well. This is very important to me. I've been promising it for a while, but now I'm going to make it happen one way or another. Hell or high water, as they say. And in these days, uh, floods or trees smashing down, it is going to happen. And uh, as well as some wonderful conversations that have been waiting to happen for you with you. So be ready for that. Uh, And we might do some lives to just see how things are in this moment since some of the conversations were a while back because I love to do that. And you might get to join in, which is also exciting uh, according to some things that are popping up. Um, Check that down in the description, something for you. All right. Now you're going to hear Mats and I talking in a conversation about what's coming up and how it was for us these last years. Hey, so here we are. It is episode 300. And if anyone had asked me, we would have gotten to 300 and nearly six years since the first time we recorded. I, I, I would have laughed or maybe not said anything at all. I would not have believed them. I would not have believed that we even did it in the first place. I'm uh, Coach Ariel Anderson and... I am Matt Sanderson. And in the very beginning, we, we, uh, we did it just for fun. It was actually you. Yeah, and I can't believe... I wouldn't you, have done it. <laughs> I can't believe you. You're right. It is nearly six years. Wow. Yeah, we were sitting in the car summer, summer 18. Spring. Yeah, spring. Spring yeah. 18, yeah. yeah. We were on our way to Frankfurt. <laughs> Doing a podcast on the on the Audubon or whatever it would know. Um, what's the fast one? Is that what's called Audubon? Audubon. Yeah, Audubon. Yeah. My yeah. Zoom. I don't yeah. even remember anymore. Uh, yeah, there's something really thrilling about going very fast and <laughs> spilling your guts. And uh, yeah, so here we are. And I just wanted to take a moment, you know, because Mats and I, you know, you and I started this together. And that was, uh, it was a really interesting and powerful beginning, and it's been an interesting journey along the way. And I kind of feel like it's been couples therapy at the same time in moments. Yeah, in a, in a way. Uh, I've been less involved lately, uh, but I've been helping in the background by editing every episode. You're my so producer. I, yeah, I am the <laughs> producer. So, um, yeah, I've... I, 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 Think of these um, these first interviews we did, especially that you 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 did with with uh, Lisa, the, the the very first one. Oh my gosh! But also the all all the people that came on, and and we we probably we had more energy in the beginning too because you need to reach out to people. There's, there's a lot of uh, coordination logistics yeah. around that, but it, it it was really amazing the yeah how feed the feedback from people and how enthusiastic they were and. Um, willing willing to share yeah you always find (laughs) (laughs) he's 
I'm looking at him because he keeps like finding something to make noise with, like the Christmas lights, his reading glasses. It cracks me up. Uh, you know, we were just actually talking. Well, I agree with you, and and I I want to say something about that. I also want to. Well, I'll say this other thing second, but you know. It's an exciting thing when you decide that you're going to do a podcast. Whatever your topic is, it's like the universe just keeps bringing different and interesting stories your way and you want to share them. I felt like uh, it wasn't about money. It was about, it was meant very specifically, especially in the beginning, to be about helping people to share their stories. And, And at a certain point, it was also about well, actually, from the beginning, it was about lifting up and supporting people. For me, it was often women, but people in their stories and, and voicing them and healing through them. And as well, a lot of people, it was about growing their businesses or, or uh, supporting their businesses because we met people that we liked, like Lisa, you know, and uh, Yana and different people that were exploring something but hadn't gone full force or they had but they had more to say or to express about it and that part continues to be living under the surface even though a lot of time you're getting me because the production part slowed down a lot because of life experiences and shifts and transitions Um, yet that piece is it's always kind of a living being inside of all of this yeah, and I, and I also think when when we started this, we felt like pioneers, even if <laughs> we were probably six, seven years late late, late to the yeah. podcast show. Well, compared scene. to now, though, yeah. yeah but there, there were around seven hundred fifty thousand podcasts in the world when we started, so we were not first for sure. But now there are several millions, and now right. everyone is doing. It. So, so it, it it we worked. It felt like we were in the beginning, and and the technology wise. Oh. It has evolved a lot over these years. Uh, I remember we spent months trying to find the the right microphones. Oh, my God. uh, And in in the end, you can, most of the time, you can just use your phone. Well, and, and, yeah, I mean, that's what, just before we were miking up here, I do have a a set of mics that I absolutely love. I'm sure you guys, if you're in our mic community, you heard me at one point, you know, like raving about them because they're wireless and they're this and they actually sound good but in my drawer and even abroad we still have some really crappy mics that everybody said were so amazing we had to have we invested sometimes quite a lot I mean not a lot you know compared to you know people who are in tv and documentary and film like that's you know we're talking thousands and thousands but for us a lot and I was so shocked that how disappointing the sound was and then you know realizing that my iphone was way better even than a lot of the mics that we have now so now we're down to these wireless mics that i love the wired in um, lav mics and the iphone and you will notice that most of the time when i'm just doing it on my own i just use the iphone yes i do no mics anymore because it's just simpler occasionally i will do it differently if i'm doing video do it differently but uh it's it's quite a journey and you go through we went over yeah quite a quite an investment to find what works and what works for you and I'm saying this now because I know some of you out there or you yourself might be considering a podcast about what matters to you and these days people are using it as a business part of their business model which when we were doing it yes people were doing that but it was more of a passion project kind of thing wouldn't you agree yeah it seemed like yeah, more people. Was, yeah 
Yeah. Uh, so I'm today is meant to be, uh, you know, us talking and then there's going to be, hopefully <laughs> if it all works out in production and in my brain and in the day, uh, looking back a little bit on a couple key moments that were meaningful and as well, giving you maybe a couple of hints, not only for the, the first podcast of the month where we're going to be trickling in some incredible interviews that are also visual uh, in the future. I have a dream <laughs> and I hope to create it for a documentary, but also for future episodes for the imperfect the parenting part. And we'll just put some flashes in there just to tease, just to remind you of what's coming and what's been but ultimately um, I, I wanted to sit down with you honey because we started here together like if it weren't for you I wouldn't be at 300 and we wouldn't have started at all because you're the one who said let's record a podcast and we recorded those three or four and and landed on two and one is surviving barely but surviving <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, and that's mostly because life has gotten so full and full on uh, in all corners of our family in both joy and worry and, you know, health and so many things going on that um, being in the moment, like for you maybe, is very important. And so the podcast got slowed down, but we still have a lot waiting for you. Yeah, and... Um... I think back of the fantastic material we have. We, uh, <laughs> uh, the, the, I think there are two episodes that strikes me the most, and it probably is because it was in the beginning as well, and I was editing, and it took hours, <laughs> hours every time. In the beginning, but, you edited yeah, like very micromanagement is, uh, kind of with, hours. With uh, Lisa that we, we, uh. we did, that was kind of amazing. Yeah. Uh, and then I, I also remember, I don't know, I don't, I don't remember their names, but this family that were going to travel around the world. Mm, we had three of them. Yeah, and then you had them one year later again. And, mm -hmm. then, and uh, it was very, um, it came in a time in my life that hearing someone else leaving everything and traveling around the world with the whole family was very inspiring. And we had many other, you had so many good guests on and you had so many good solo episodes, but th these two are the ones I'm thinking of. Yeah, my mind, I just went blank. Forgive me if you guys are listening. Uh, you're talking about, because there were one Czech family. Well, there are two Czech families. There was one Czech family yeah. that came over here and they had a whole project going on. And oh, no, the, yeah, they, they came to the US, but they, they took their bus over, over right yeah. which no, was I, I was nightmare. thinking of the u.s family that were traveling around the world the karate yeah they had the dojos teacher, the dojos yeah, mm -hmm. yeah and they had the family i think it's family of five they had and i will put it down in the i will put that episode down below i'm not i'm not even going to say the name actually it's coming to my mind but i'm going to not even say the name you guys can jump down in the description and see if that's interesting it was very cool because they you know sold their house and they really went even through covid they were traveling and had, you know, sort of a different experience than we did here. Uh, yeah, I, I think that I, I also am really struck by Oh, I thought that stopped. Uh, that's okay. This is part of the imperfectness of, of uh, imperfect parenting and the, the podcast. And I have to say, 
Uh, you're going to see, listen to even more rawness because we're going to edit less because I think that that's needed unless there's something, oh gosh, I just said somebody's name and let's we'll take that out. Uh, we don't want to. That was the whole point was that it was raw and real, but then we wanted good sound. We're perfectionists in moments. So you're going to hear more and more of just, you know, us being real from the start. But yeah, Lisa interview was, was very profound because I was terrified. I was shaking because I was so nervous. I, I'm not, and I, like, I appear to be outgoing, but I'm not actually that outgoing. It's a learned behavior. And so first approaching uh, Lisa, I did not know her. She was not like a buddy, you know, she was somebody new, but I had experienced different aspects of her and was interested and curious. And, and she blew my mind because I thought she was going to hold back and she was absolutely all in. I mean, every, we had, I felt like we experienced a, a, a world of emotions in just whatever it was over an hour, hour and a half. I, it was so long. I think the first time we had laughter and moments of being serious and, and sadness and worry to tears to, I mean, it was all there. So, um, and it was one of those moments of being brave and saying, there's something here I want it. Would you share? And it's such an intimate thing. Uh, to share your story and even your journey on what you're creating. And I would say since we came back to the U.S. and just before we came back to the U.S., there were a lot more people approaching because I wasn't going out. You weren't going out and being touched by something and then or someone and then putting them on the podcast. Now, you know, things shifted. Now there's podcast agents. And so people are coming on when they have a book or they have something that they want to put out in the world. And they're kind of already at a different point. So I'm hoping this year that we'll, we'll kind of mix it up and have both going forward. I love that. I'm very thankful when people come and they want to share and, and we click and sometimes we don't click and then, but we still put it out because it's, it's important for you. And, uh, anyway, it's, it's a journey. It's and, a I hope, journey. And, and don't you know. forget, um, when we started this the theme, imperfect parenting, Ella was too, and I think we or more you struggle with being the perfect mom. And, and now, nearly six years, Ella is seven now, and she's great. She is great. And I did have a breakdown the other day, and you were there for that, or maybe you'd left the room at that point where I was crying, and I just was, I don't know, it was, it was, a, it's, there are these waves of like not getting enough sleep, there's things going on, and, and I, I said it out loud that I, wanted to be a better mother that I, I, I felt like I was being a crap mom. I don't know how I said it to her, but, and she started crying and she's like, you're not. And I was like, you know, but, but we all, we do keep making mistakes, but I think that's that, that reminder, you know, <laughs> when we're both crying, she and I have, of, uh, it doesn't change the love. And that's the thing that from the beginning that, um, feels important to pass on to our children is you can, I'm just going to say, you can just fuck up all the time and, and just keep reminding them, but I love you and they can screw up and you, you, but I still love you. Like, I love you. Like when you and I are fighting, I, and you, you're like, I don't know, do you really love me? You're so mad at me right now, but, but it doesn't change the love. Like I couldn't probably even fight with you that much if there wasn't feeling there. But, um, you know, the Italians say that without, uh, there is no, without fighting, there is no love. Now, I don't agree with that. I don't want to fight all the time. It's very stressful, but, but it's just about the passion. So, I mean, 
<laughs> You're looking at me like, yeah, you know. in Sweden we are less passionate than in Italy. That is true, but I don't know if that's in your favor to say that. But I don't think it's no, always true. It's, it just looks different, it, it, less screaming. Yeah, less screaming. It's more under the surface. That's true. That's true. Anyway, well, it's a rainy day, and uh, we want you to hear these little clips. So I'm going to let my husband go free, and I am going to explore and just know if your clip isn't there, it's not because we don't love you. It's because we don't want people listening for 16,000 hours. But we love you all. That If you were on the show, then, then you matter. And if you're wanting to be on the show, you can always contact us and tell me, tell, tell me us, your story, and who knows? You never know. Um, Ariel at imperfectparenting.net. All right, let's see what's coming up right now. We're now flashing forward. You might hear my cat purring in the background. We are going to be talking with Catherine Reed as our first quick excerpt from a conversation. She wrote a beautiful book about... Waldorf homeschooling. You're going to hear about that not too long from now. So I want to give you just a little teeny tiny taste of reminders of what conscious presence with a process can be. Coming up next. Demarcation, you know, between school and not school. Um, I mean, the reason that teacher shakes the child's hand is because you tell you can tell a lot by how their hand feels. You know, whether it's warm or cold or dry or wet or whether they're firm or weak, you know, it's it's a it's a it's a powerful moment of connection. And especially for the teacher who's, uh, I would say, observing in a contemplative way, you know, you're not observing as a scientist, you're not separating yourself from it completely, but just trying to stay open, you know, so. There's that moment. And then also the looking in the eye that you look directly in the in the child's eye and say, good morning, so-and-so, you know. Here we have a flash forward of Sarah of Uganda, who I helped through YouTube. We made an amazing connection, and I'm so thankful that she's willing to share her beautiful story. Like your channel there really, really did help me a lot. As as in a lot that that I that I, I it is hard for me to put it. It is very good to have a kind of a community. You you might not know, but you need a lot of support from such community. Sometimes unknowingly or even knowingly intentional, you you get this this kind of support. You get stories from other people. You get how other people are doing it. I, I mean, it builds you up. Very, very important that you keep in a community. Sarah and I talked across the world to one another about fertility and success, uh, all the bumps along the way. We had laughter and moments of pause. And we talked about what she's created to also support that along the way, along with my own YouTube channel and what, what I do with you all here. And and privately. It was a beautiful journey, and I can't wait for you to hear this conversation, and as well, the one with Catherine and a few others that are waiting for your ears. I am looking forward to spring, where there will be more production work and presence with you. 
I'm so thankful for the last few years together on this journey. However long you've been here, it's meaningful. And I'm thankful for your presence with yourself, your journey, and others along the way. Being ourselves, being yourself, being myself uh, inside of all of this and supporting the people around us, uh, small or large, uh, young or old, to do the same simply by being yourself and following what feels right for you. Because we as experts, that means not only me and the people that I bring on, but you yourself are what makes this world a better place. We are you We are building and creating and making things better just by being on the path that makes sense for you and lights you up and brings you joy and health. And that is the sole reason that I have been on this planet for a very long time. It's been a version of that, sometimes very imperfectly and not at all feeling that way for myself or others, but... uh, in the conscious moments, that is the intention. And so I wish that for you today. When we're celebrating 300 and looking forward to hopefully 300 more and some wonderful things coming up in spring. And there's a contest that goes along with this. Uh, Maybe contest isn't the right word, but an intentional contest. something. There's three things you can do. Check down in the description. Uh, It's... uh, Tell us where uh, Mats and I started the podcast, where we recorded for the first time, uh, write a review uh, and do a screenshot of it or let us know who you are and uh, pay forward or uh, remind us of what, let us know what your favorite podcast is and share it with somebody, whether it's through Instagram with IP underscore parenting or another way. That's up to you. And then send us an email at info at imperfectparenting.net, or you can use my name. That's fine too. Ariel, A-R-I-E-L. And let us know. And then you get in the drawing for, uh, there's going to be an Imperfect Parenting Summit coming up and as well uh, a group. And we're going to kind of fine tune that prize and there's might be something else as well. So I'm pretty excited about what's coming up and you know, all the possibilities for all of us. And yeah, that's it. All right. Have a beautiful day. Now you're going to get a double whammy this week because this is the latest podcast ever because there were a lot of moving pieces and uh, you're going to soon get the, the first week podcast coming up. So, all right, here we go. Take care. Hey, if you made it this far in the podcast, fantastic. Thank you. I hope the journey was interesting for you today, whether it was me or the conversation I had with somebody somewhere in the world. You being here makes all the difference because what you take in, you echo out to others and that is meaningful. Definitely jump down in the description and check out what we've got going on down there Um, and uh, keep your eyes open for the new things and new conversations that are just around the corner. I'm Coach Ariel Anderson and I wish you a beautifully imperfect day.